I'm Brent Spirit, and today I've got some insightful and hopeful messages about the current situation that we're faced with. Of course, I'm speaking about the coronavirus pandemic. I want to bring a fresh perspective on the situation, give you a little bit of an update about how I'm feeling and about my latest contemplations. This is a Spiritual Awakening show, and I thank you for listening. Enjoy. Taking a bit of a step back from some of the fear-based messages that are being shared on social media, I want to let you know my intention with this message is to be as neutral as possible, to bring some awareness to the situation, but not to instill fear. I've got a few topics in mind that I would like to touch upon. Firstly, I want to speak about the virus itself. I had an interesting insight about it that I'd like to share. I want to talk a little bit about our approach to fear. I want to chat about quarantine and self-isolation being a bit of a forced spiritual retreat that some of us may find ourselves on. Then I want to talk about empathy, collective global empathy. Maybe some other themes might come up in there as well. I don't really have anything planned. We'll just kind of see what comes out. One thing that keeps coming up for me is that I keep remembering what I believe is a Chinese proverb that says, may you live in interesting times. Well, these times are definitely, definitely very interesting. Some of the conversations that we're having today would have been absolutely ridiculous to even imagine one month ago. And yet here we are speaking about things that are very, very fresh, new. Some may call it exciting. Some may call it chaotic, intense, whatever it is. These are very, very heightened times that we're living in, very interesting times. I was contemplating the virus earlier today, and something interesting came to me, and I want to share that with you. So, of course, the virus, the coronavirus, COVID-19, affects somebody who's come into contact with it in many different ways. Some people who are infected aren't showing any symptoms. Of course, some people are showing extreme symptoms. They're unable to breathe, coughing, all that kind of stuff. It affects the physical, biological body. The insight that I received was that not only does it affect the physical, biological body of those that come into contact with it, but that it also serves another purpose, which is to infect the mind and the emotional body. And it can infect the mind and the emotional body of people that haven't necessarily come into physical contact with the virus. So what I mean is that the virus infects in two dimensions, the physical dimension and in the mental, the psychological, and the emotional dimension. It's meant to bring about fear, panic, anxiety, irritability, uneasiness. That's one of the symptoms of this virus. So if, as a result of this pandemic that we're faced with, you happen to be feeling afraid, either in your mind, in your gut, if you happen to feeling, be feeling anxiety, then you've been infected by the virus. 
I myself have been infected by the virus. I would be sitting here and lying to you if I told you that I wasn't feeling any fear or anxiety. When I think about getting the virus myself, there's fear. I don't want to get sick. When I think about the people around me, my loved ones, getting sick, I don't want that to happen. When I think about these realities, these possibilities, I, I don't feel comfortable. There's an emotional response in my body. It's called fear. When I think about my livelihood, I don't know what's going to happen with my photography business when the, the economy you know, really takes a big hit, as if it hasn't already. I don't know. And this brings about fear. It brings about a response of anxiety, of uneasiness. Not all the time. I'm not trying to say that I'm, I'm constantly in a state of panic. I'm not. I'm, I'm quite relaxed. And I'll explain why in a little bit. But generally speaking, I do feel fear. And even though I may not have physically come into contact with this virus, I've come into contact on the psychological and emotional level. And so in some respects, I'm a victim of that. And what came to me in this contemplation was that in the same way that when you find somebody who's sick, you'd never say to them, hey, knock it off, stop being sick, chill out, relax. No more sickness. You don't say that to them. That's ridiculous. Well, in the same way, you shouldn't say that to yourself. Hey, knock it off, stop being afraid. Relax. What's wrong with you? We don't need to approach the emotions that are rising within our system. We don't need to approach the thoughts that are rising within our system as if we can just knock it off. We've been infected. We're sick. And our response to that sickness is fear. And that's okay. How do we respond to somebody who's sick? We say to them, hey, I'm sorry you're sick. Get well soon. Is there anything that I can do for you? We give them words of encouragement. You're really strong. You're going to get through this. You've been through worse. You've got all the support. We encourage them. We affirm their strength. We give them love. So in the same way, when fear arises within you, that's what you need. You need affirmation from within yourself. You need love from within yourself. And if you can comprehend that and put that into practice, then your heart will begin to open and expand. And it will go out towards the other people in the world that are also experiencing extreme fear, panic, and anxiety. They're sick. The general discourse is that there are some people that are panic buying. They're afraid that things are going to go really wrong for them. They're scared. They've been infected. They're victims. They're sick. They don't need the people to say to them, hey, what's wrong with you? Knock it off. Stop panicking. That's not what they need. They need another approach, which is, hey, I understand that you're afraid. But we're going to get through this together. Look at all the support that we have. Look, we've got the best people working on coming out with different solutions in all different industries. We've got locally so much support. This is the message that we need to be sharing with people, not telling people to calm down. Because just like when you find somebody who's sick, you don't tell them to stop being sick. We don't need to tell people to stop being afraid. They've been infected by the virus. 
Have compassion for them. Have compassion for yourself. Nobody is immune to being emotionally and psychologically infected. Nobody. We all are susceptible. We all deserve kindness. We all deserve to approach the situation with an open heart. So next time you see somebody overreacting, acknowledge that the virus is in their mind. The the virus is in their gut. Have compassion for them. The next time that you have a fearful thought arise about anything to do with how your job might be, be compromised, about your health, about your food, about your loved ones, be a little compassionate with yourself. Bring love. Welcome those feelings into your space. They're okay. You're sick. And from that place, then healing can come about. Please don't misinterpret my message here to be a free pass, to go and act like a chicken with its head cut off in a total state of panic. That's not what I'm saying here. I'm just saying this is the reality. People are afraid. How can we approach this fear? Well, we can approach it with an open heart. Everyone's responding to this a little bit differently. And that's the uniqueness of the situation here. Everyone is supposed to respond to this situation differently. There is no correct one-way approach or one mentality or one state of being that we need to respond to the situation from. Everybody needs to respond to it a little bit differently. Some people are playing their role as being afraid and being in a state of panic so as to alert the people that have been so caught up in other things that they're not paying attention to what's about to come. So they're serving the role of very loud and obnoxious messengers. And so we can welcome them. And other people are being very calm. And they're serving as anchors of a state of peace. They're serving as a little bit of solace. Everyone is balancing everybody out. We all have different roles. There's not just one particular approach that we need to take to the situation. And so we need to honor everybody's response, everybody's role. This is all unfolding as it should be. So we can get angry at the government for not responding in the way that we would like them to respond. We can get angry when we go out to the store and we see people not behaving in the way that we would like them to behave. We can get angry at the people that are going out and partying because they're unaware or they're dismissing the reality of the situation. But just note, everybody's supposed to respond to this differently. And if you can understand that, then you can have a little bit more compassion. And then your attention can turn away from the way that other people are responding and, and it can be drawn back into yourself. How are you responding in the way that's best for yourself? Are you applying the highest truths that you know and have realized? Or are you forgetting what you know in your heart? For some, we're going into quarantine, self-isolation. And what that means for many of us is to be with family. We're going on a retreat with our family. How exciting. And this isn't a silent retreat where we ignore each other and keep to ourselves. This is a retreat where we engage with each other. So as much as this is social distancing and going into quarantine and isolation, in some respect, it is actually bringing the people that need to be brought closer, much closer. So many of us make work or leave the house or go to school or whatever it is to get away from the people that we live with. Well, that's about to change because there is no more escape. 
There's no sports on TV to distract yourself. We're going to have to sit with the people that we live with and engage with them and work some of the things out, some of the resentments, some of the things that we've been holding on. We're going to work that out together over time. I mean, it doesn't have to happen all at once, but in general, we'll trigger each other and then we'll take space and we'll sort things out. And, and that's one beautiful function that this virus is serving. It's forcing us into a retreat with the people in our home that we may not actually know as well as we think we do. So are you willing to have courage to sit with the people in your life that you share a space with? I invite you to face some of those things that may be coming up because they will continue to come up over the next few months. Little triggers, big triggers, arguments. Some things will come out that you haven't heard before. It's all going to happen like that. Have courage and move through these things that come up because now there's nowhere to escape. You can't go to work. Not everybody. For those that are going to work, I applaud you. I appreciate you. Thank you. But for those that are forced to stay home, have courage. You can get through whatever it is that's within your space. For those that are living with somebody abusive, I'm sorry that this is your circumstances. But I invite you to be open to the possibility that a solution will come forth from within you for how to approach your situation with wisdom, with kindness, with love, with courage. Everybody's got a very unique situation here. For me, as much as I'm a sensitive, empathic person, oneness, unity, consciousness, it's a very prominent theme in my everyday day-to-day life. I recognize everything is one. And yet still, I can admit that when I hear about somebody suffering on the other side of the planet, I don't really have much of an emotional connection or response. To me, it's often quite foreign and distant, and I'm disconnected from hearing about some of the suffering that's going on far away with people that I don't know, that I can't relate with. What I'm noticing within myself is that this virus is actually expanding my consciousness to go around the globe. Where now I can relate with somebody in Asia, in Europe, who's faced with the similar challenges that I'm faced with and about to be faced with. I can connect with them and I can have a little bit more compassion and empathy for them because now I can say, ah, yeah, I understand your pain a little bit more now. So in that way, my heart is opening and expanding. And I'm able to connect with people that I once wasn't able to at all. Now, I'm not here to say I'm a bodhisattva and I, I, I can you know, relate with everybody and have compassion for everybody and that sort of thing. I'm not here to say that. But I am saying that in little chunks, my heart is expanding. For me personally, I run a photography business, mainly with dogs. So I've canceled my upcoming shoots or put them on hold. And I have no idea what's going to come in the future for me and this work. If the economy goes into a difficult place, maybe dog photos aren't going to be a top priority for people. And that's okay. 
I'll find something else to do. But now I can relate with all of the other people out there that are running businesses that have been affected by this virus. I feel a little bit more connected to them. And I can feel a little bit more emotional towards what they're faced with. So in that way, I feel that this is a common problem that we're faced with together. And this is going to break down some of the borders and some of the barriers that separate us. We can all say, yeah, we went through this together. We're no longer foreigners to each other. This is going to bring us together in that way. For those of you who are generally familiar with the global awakening ascension that's taking place during these accelerated periods. Some of you may be generally familiar. Some of you may be not familiar at all. Some of you may have your finger on the pulse of what's happening collectively, energetically, spiritually. Many people in the past decade or so, especially, have been going through accelerated awakenings. And we've all becoming attuned to the fact that the planet is going through a major, major planetary shift in consciousness. People around the globe are having spontaneous spiritual awakenings. People are turning inwards in unprecedented rates. More and more people are being open to exploring things from you know other religions and whatnot. People are becoming aware of mental health as being a priority. There's an awakening taking place. And if you happen to be one of the people that were very confident and sure that this planet was going to go through a very drastic and transformative shift. I ask you, did you think that this was going to happen without some massive global crisis? Did you really think that? Of course not. Of course we were meant to face something like this together. Something had to happen to all of us for us to pause for a moment collectively, for us to actually come to alertness together. Yes, it's true that we came together in a very low emotional frequency of fear, of panic, but on the positive side is that we are together as one, facing that one frequency together. And then together collectively we'll rise to higher and higher emotional states, eventually reaching a collective general state state of peace. But we begin together in a state of fear. We move up from there. So if you thought that we were all going to awaken together on the planet and it was going to happen merely as individuals, as if everybody would go to their bedroom, have a massive awakening, massive energetic upgrade, and then come out of their room glowing, heart open, bursting out with love, and then we could all... share together our individual experiences and it's done, well, you were wrong. We need something together that we face as one and this is what it is. There will likely be things in the future that will come too. Who knows? But this is one of the things that we're facing together. It's putting us all in sync. Like I said, yes, I understand. It's putting us in sync for the most part in a state of fear, but that's where we begin. We'll rise together. This is essential for the planetary ascension. Essential. We're not ready yet for the great, amazing, unreal things that are about to come. We're not ready yet. And this is 
helping us to get ready. It's bringing our attention to some of the very dormant fears that we've been holding on in our root chakra. It's very interesting. I heard Matt Kahn talking about this. It's very interesting that this coronavirus is bringing up a lot of fear in our root chakra. Corona. Crown. That's what it means. Crown. Taking us all the way from root to crown. These are unique perspectives and ways of looking at things that can snap us out of the the fear and, and the panic and bring us to a state of awareness. And from that place of awareness, we can observe whatever's arising, whether it be fear, panic, anxiety. You can observe that from a place of neutrality. And from that place of neutrality, we can have a little bit more compassion for ourselves, a little bit more love for ourselves, for the others. It's from that place that we can move towards climbing out of this sphere, finding viable solutions, of which there are many. Individually, we've got to find solutions with the problems that we're faced with, be it with business, be it with family, be it with health. Collectively, we've got to find solutions to deal with those people that are vulnerable, to deal with those people that maybe don't have easy access, to deal with those people that are so enamored by fear that they aren't able to function without other people coming to their help. We can only solve these problems, of which there are many, with awareness from the heart. We use the mind as a tool to bring forth solutions, and we, then we implement those solutions with awareness. We're going to get through this. It's going to be a little, more, a little bit difficult from time to time. But this is no reason to be feeling hopeless. Beautiful, incredible things are coming out of this. Collectively, individually, see if you can take note of those things and it will make this ride a little bit smoother. Be compassionate for those that are afraid. Be compassionate for yourself if you're afraid. Do the practical things as well, of course, proper hygiene, take care of your immune system, eat well, stay hydrated. Be mindful of the things that you're consuming. Are they helping you? Are they actually keeping you informed? Or are they just infecting your mind, bringing about those symptoms of fear? Pay attention, support yourself. We'll get through this together. It'll just take a little bit of time. And what's being asked of all the spiritual people, all the awakened ones, is to anchor that awareness. We've got an assignment, we've got homework. Anchor the highest truth that you know. Remember the most divine realizations that you've had. Anchor them. We need it now more than ever. I love you all. And I'll see you soon.